0: Amy got an STD in the mail this week. Okay, wait, sorry, what? The STD, it came in the mail. <laughs>
1: oh, okay, oh wait, are you talking about Lindsay and Nathan's save the date card?
0: Yeah, yeah, the
1: STD. Okay, we, I thought we covered this. We were not going to call, we, we agreed not to call it that. Well, you missed rehearsal.
0: So. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd. It's a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you?
1: It's another excellent week to be an enterprise systems when it comes to information security. Just living the dream.
0: <laughs> I had somebody today that wanted to spend half a million dollars on a trade show booth. Really? Wow. I Wanted to. Wanted
1: yeah. two. I I'm sorry, I'm just thinking, what what could we do with a half million dollars at DraftKings? Well, what our record shows is we could take that five hundred thousand and very quickly convert it into two hundred thousand without much of a problem. You know how
0: to make a small fortune gambling? Start with a big one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So it's one of those. Um Big show should be fun. Would be fun to do. I don't think we need to spend quite that much money. So we won't, but we'll achieve the goals that we need to achieve. (laughs) I had a week too.
1: (laughs) The sad thing is, is 10,000 was for the booth rental, the fittings, the rental, all of that. And, and the rest of it was, uh, was to get weird Al to appear in the booth. So. By the way, nobody can see the video, but Dwayne just looked at me, and I think I may, have just, I may have just stumbled upon a trade secret that I'm not supposed to share. Uh-oh, I got a little too close to the truth. Different podcast. Bail out. Bail out.
0: I was trying to decide between another one rides the bus or I lost on Jeopardy as the joke to make there, but decided to go with neither of them.
1: Just gonna have to eat it. Okay. All right. Doing this already? Already? Okay. All right. Um, Didn't do
0: it at all last week.
1: Yeah. Good job. Um. By the way, Jesse didn't. Jesse didn't even pay us. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, the the cold open, that that whole that whole bit about hey, I got the STD. Okay. Just be clear. Again. That that wasn't a bit. No, that that was a text. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what
0: so, toddlers? You remember a couple of weeks ago, how Lisa wrote the joke about the tuck rule. Amy wrote the joke about the STDs. And then I get best adaptation or at least a nomination thereof for the cold open.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think this text is for me. I don't, <laughs> that's a weird one to put in a group chat.
0: <laughs> I need to disinfect my phone.
1: Can I get a shot for that?
0: Oh, so, uh,
1: <laughs> only in certain States. Yes. <laughs> God, we're going to touch on every podcast <laughs> at the top oh, of this. We're boy. just going to cover every podcast that we've talked about doing. You know what, before we do that, uh, let's just get to follow up and feedback. So what do we got? So it's speaking of Amy, Amy is absolutely serious
0: about us doing the other podcast and putting it behind a paywall. And she is willing a to pay for it though. I'm familiar with her bank account. So whatever. Um, But she would be the sponsor. She promises that she would be the sponsor. Uh, Isn't it like, I sponsor this podcast every week with Zencaster and and you sponsor it with Podbean. So, I'm I'm not exactly sure what she's bringing to the table, but she thinks it's a good idea.
1: No, no, no. I again, I think we've already established this with uh with uh, Toddler 17 and 3187, right? This podcast made possible through the generous support from the Amy Johnson Foundation <laughs> and listeners like you. <laughs> Here's your tote bag.
0: Oh, how about Lisa? Lisa have anything? Did she get through a hundred yet. She's a month behind.
1: No, you know what? Uh, here's what I realize now. Look at this. She gave me some feedback and we've both had a week and I literally can't remember the feedback she gave me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, maybe it'll come to you. Yeah. You know what? You know, Maybe that'll be the close. We'll see. Uh, there is a free download available for the next several days, like through the twenty eighth.
1: So, depending on when this releases or when you happen <laughs> to be listening to it, you have between uh, you have between four and negative two days, depending on when this posts. <laughs> uh, there is a free download of Sirens
0: Cove available on Amazon. So, if you haven't read it yet, and which was. The Talking to Todd Book Club, your number one book. If you haven't read it yet, you're clearly behind. I expect a book report on Sirens Cove, but it's available for free download so that you can make sure that you are up to speed when you purchase Splice, which is, as of this moment, available on Amazon for the low, low price of $4.99. I bought my copy this morning. So um, I've got to go back and read Sirens Cove again. Before I launch into splice, but I'm planning on doing that. And now that I have them both on my iPad, uh, I will be doing that. So what am I watching this week? I'm watching myself turn pages (laughs) on my iPad. Uh, also Sarah had a random podcast comment. Now that you own the rights to your music, happy boy. You should see if there's a dance club remix
1: version. Boom, chick, boom, chick, boom, chick, boom, chick. That assumes that I did not check for that when buying the rights.
0: <laughs>
1: Is there a happy boy, uh, happy boy, uh, Damascus version or something? I don't know, whatever, right? Like, <laughs> boots and cats, and boots and cats, and boots and cats, and boots and cats. <laughs> Oh
0: Lord! Uh, which actually leads me to Doug from the Idiot C- Toddlers. I got a, so I got a text on Saturday morning again. Text on Saturday morning from Doug. The upset special was Todd knowing who Dead Mouse is. Didn't think that was his type of party. Might need to
1: license some of that or use it how we use music. <laughs> So here's, here's, I'm just, I'm going to give it. This is like a, you know how it's like what CBS cares and one to know or something? Like here's, here's just a talking to Todd tip. Just, I'm going to throw this one out for free. Just the tip. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) So you can, you can either know a whole lot about one or two things or. If you really if you really want to like have people think that you know a lot of like you don't need to know a lot about everything. If you know a little bit about a lot of things, you can get you can get far. So yeah, drop Dead Mouse. And then it'd be like, oh yeah, which of his uh, which of those out al- which of his albums do you like? All the great first ones. One. It's really yeah, that, that first one was 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 great the second one it felt it it wasn't for me but i could see why people liked it i don't know i call that
0: being a mile wide and an inch deep (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: yeah so so based on based on doug based on doug's comment i've got a little quiz for you here oh so
1: oh this is bad this is bad. I've already just revealed my secret. Okay.
0: I, I call this Kevin versus the mouse. I'm going to play clips of four songs here. One, two, three, four. And you have to tell me which of the clips are dead mouse and which of them are Kevin McLeod.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. All right.
0: Ready? Ready. Okay. Here we go. Uh, number one. Number
2: two, number three, and number
0: four. Okay, Todd. One, two, three, and four. (laughs) Who was who?
1: The problem is, I think I think both Dead Mouse and Kevin McLeod both own the exact same Casio keyboard. (laughs) All right. I'm gonna say number one was Kevin (coughs) McLeod. Excellent. Okay. Number two, Dead (coughs) Mouse. You're you're fifty fifty and oh for two. I should take this to DraftKings. Uh number three, the one I felt most confident about was I think number three of Dead Mouse. Also wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number four number four. You know what? I'm just gonna go dead
0: mouse. <laughs> Number 4 is Dead Mouse. If you had guessed Dead Mouse for all of them,
1: you'd have been right half of the time. By the time I got to that, I was like, you know, what, just st- just stay with it. Just just ride this one out.
0: Uh song number 1 was strobe by Dead Mouse. Song number 2 was Deep and Dirty by Kevin McCloud. It's available on Incompetech under Creative Commons Attribution License. Number 3 was Raving Energy Faster also by Kevin McLeod. Also available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. And number four was probably Dead Mouse's most famous and most popular hit, Ghosts and Stuff. That's n with an apostrophe both in front of and behind the
1: n. That's our problem. That's our problem in SEO. We didn't we didn't put it in talking 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 to Todd, we didn't, we should have put, anyway, that that's the least of our problems. Okay.
0: <laughs> so there's that. So I thought that would be kind of fun, especially when Sarah commented on the dance remix and Doug uh, chimed in on the dead mouse. So I thought that would, I thought that would be one, one out of three, uh, what? One, out one out of four. Of f- <laughs> Yeah, one out of four. Uh, we'll put that in corrections for next week. Uh, hey, speaking of connect, did you have any other feedback or follow up before we move
1: to corrections? Give me have feedback before we move to corrections. I, I just because I, I think we got I think we got some good feedback from uh, from Greg and Sherry. Oh yes, you're right. We did. Greg in particular,
0: Todd describing curling as pure gold. He's the John Madden of curling. All that's missing is the boom when the rocks collide.
1: I hey, see what you got there. the rock comes in right into the boom. Hey, yeah, right. Huh, yeah.
0: Oh, and I was waiting for the ding because you know he's his rock shoving. It's 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 once in a generation kind of talent. It's a special. He's a this special guy, rock shover.
1: This guy's this guy's special. He's special. Ding!
0: Thanks to you, that happens in our house now. When we're watching TV, every time Chris Collinsworth calls somebody special, or frankly, anytime any commentator calls somebody special, Amy and I race to the ding.
1: Ding! I I do have to say, I, you know, I listen uh, listen to English Premier League, and I'm like, oh, this is so nice. And then they go to the studio, and they've got former English players, but they're broadcasting out of Connecticut. And then you hear, oh, this guy's special. Like, oh, gr- oh, gr- now I got to move on. I guess I'm going to curling. Like, I, I got, I, what am I going to do? Um, I did have, uh, I did have um, some correct. Well, hmm, I don't know if it's a correction or not. Oh, so- yeah, yeah. Yo, did you catch this? Yes. So, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I misspoke. <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> Two, Eli, I misspoke. <laughs> and as we talked about, instead of just letting it go, you hung a lantern on it. Yes, I did. And then last week, you took it and you took it to a whole new level. <laughs> only
0: only thanks to Governor Greg Abbott. Otherwise, it probably would have fallen by the wayside. Yeah. But because Greg, Governor Greg Abbott made the same mistake you made.
1: Now, while we were recording last week, I caught both. I caught it. Well, not both. I caught at least two things that you misspoke real time. And I let them go. I just, I let them go. In listening back to the episode, I caught both of them again and went, oh, right. I didn't correct him on that. I didn't correct. Hey, why didn't I correct yes. him on that? So. Just to bring out a couple of things from last episode. According to you, Anna Kendrick, and Rocket Mortgage, we're talking about Brarberries. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and as I'm listening back to the edit, I'm like,
0: oh, hell. Well, what's in the show's in the show. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: I need to drink less and podcast more. (laughs) And then... Shortly thereafter, because this was all in the segment, this was all in the same, same, same segment about NFL commercials you were talking about in the NFL ad. It was cute how they had Eli holding up an Eagles jersey, because as we all know, how much Peyton uh, got in trouble for flipping the double bird. And I thought I heard that, too. And I was going to cry. I was while live. I was just going to go, Eli. But I left to go. But not anymore.
0: Well. Because Amy, this actually leads directly to a correction that Amy called me out on as we were listening when we were driving over to the Quad Cities. The only thing that I got right about that NFL ad was that Walter scored a touchdown. Okay. Eli was never in it. Okay. (laughs) The thing that Peyton did with a jersey was watch as a baby wearing an Eagles jersey came to tackle him. I I got almost nothing right about that ad.
1: And we recorded this like four, three days after the ad took, like, yeah.
0: It's entirely possible I fell asleep during the ad.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it wasn't a movie, but it felt like it. It was two minutes long.
1: (laughs) Just imagine Amy's looking at you like, what are you even talking about? She, yes, she was. That's exactly. Siri that's light. Yes.
0: At which point I made a note that I was going to need to clean that up in corrections.
1: So uh, Follow up.
0: Follow up. Okay, I'm so, just
1: moving us along because we got a lot to cover. There's yeah, apparently we, we a we lot really of follow do. up, we'll a lot of idiots. There's a lot. So what else we got? My Girl Scout cookies arrived
0: Ooh. today. Excellent. These in particular are peanut butter patties. These are my favorite Girl Scout cookies. They are crispy cookies layered with peanut butter and f- covered with a fudge coating. And they were sponsored by Michaela from across the street. Actually, I sponsored Michaela. From across <laughs> I was going to yeah, say, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. where uh, the money's is flowing. On just this. clean yeah. that up right now. Just yeah. corrections. Thanks. Yep. Yeah. So I broke into them. There are 15 cookies in this package. You see where this is going? Oh, are we talking serving size? I ate nine of them and then looked at the serving size. (laughs) 130 calories in a serving. Well, that's not bad. I mean, that's
1: pretty good. I mean, that's almost a health
0: food. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And remind you, I ate nine of them. On the plus side, I got 180% of my daily saturated fat intake.
1: <laughs> and well, then, that's convenient and efficient.
0: <laughs> and then in order to be able to put them away and not eat them later, I ate one more so that five of them would be together in a row so that I could put them away because I've been watching Monk and things need to be even. So I, I ate 10 of them, two cookies per serving. So, rounded out to an even 200% of my daily saturated fat intake.
1: You just said something that now makes me realize we should have probably had a discussion before we placed money with DraftKings. Because, th- <laughs> because this is what you said I had to leave five because I've learned from Monk that it needs to be even. So. <laughs> Do you think that five is even? <laughs> because if you it, do, we gotta have a conversation. No, but the ten
0: the ten that I ate is the even number. Yeah, but five. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> and see, because there are there are there are three rows of five, and I need to fill out the extra row. Because otherwise I'd have had six, I'd have had five and one, and that wouldn't have worked. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway. That was that was a very visual joke as I continue to hold up the box on an audio medium. So there was that
1: the words visual oh. and joke are doing a lot in that statement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, what's this hacking in Missouri? OK, oh, this is,
1: this, oh, this have this, tell me they've resolved this. They have. So Thank God. I'm hoping that this is the very last time we have to talk about this. Once again, journalist found a problem with the website. State of Missouri reports of the state. The governor then comes out, and accuses the person of hacking, gets the FBI involved. The the, the, The FBI says, this isn't hacking. You have a bad website. The governor says, I don't care. Turns it over to the state patrol. The state patrol investigates, then turns it over to the state prosecutor. The state prosecutor has now put out his final report. And what the state prosecutor said was, the website has been screwed up for like 10 years. What the journalist did is absolutely not a crime. They just went to a website that had a lot of data exposed, told us about it. The state prosecutor then went on to point out that if there weren't any blame at all, it was actually on the people who ran the website for exposing protected information to the public. Yes. And while this was a website that was used by some other department, the, the department that actually wrote it and maintained it, was the central IT group for the state of Missouri, which is under whose office? The governor. So if anybody is actually responsible in a criminal way, it's technically the governor because it's under his auspices that personal information was left non-protected on a public website. And seen.
0: Why do I think that there won't be a prosecution
1: there? Heck of a job there, Brownie. Okay. <laughs> what do we got?
0: Oh, uh, uh, I've got a thing for Tech Corner. Um, okay. All right. This actually, this actually relates back to a little clip that I played earlier in the show. Oh, I'll deck it up again here for you.
2: <laughs>
0: Amy thinks Lindsay's giggle is. So cute. She commented to me, it would be really neat if I could have Lindsay's giggle be the text announcement that I got on my phone when I got a text. (laughs) Okay. And I said, okay. She's like, I don't know how to do that. And I said, well, I know I used to know how to do that before Apple screwed up iTunes, but I'm not sure I know how to do that anymore let me find out so two nights ago when i wasn't doing anything i did a little bit of research i had deleted garageband from my phone as almost everybody does yes right so i had to reinstall it but once you do you can pull in any piece of audio that you can that you own or even stuff that I suppose you don't own that might be as a MP three file, hypothetically,
1: anything that you just, can access,
0: right, Doug? If you're listening, and you can open it in GarageBand and then export it as a ringtone on your iPhone, and then boom, right there it is for you. So, awesome! Little tech tip there. If you did you know that that was how you could create a ringtone for your phone if you hadn't already?
1: I I did not no i was i was totally unaware that that was still a capability so yep you don't have to buy them if you have the
0: you can't just pull anything from any song that's in your library you have to be able to access it as a as a file it's they're a, they're a little picky about the rights there for some reason but uh yes that is possible and if anybody is interested in lindsay's giggle as a ringtone i can send it to you and you can and you can do that.
1: So, I just I got to send a text here. Hold on just a second. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lindsay, this is getting weird. Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh.
0: If Amy gets a text during the wedding and Lindsay's giggle goes off at the wrong time, that could be awkward. So, ooh, ooh phones yes. on vibrate, people.
1: Everyone silence your phones. Amy, looking at you. <laughs>
0: did you have anything else in tech corner
1: uh in tech corner no but but i I do think we have a couple of things in dwayne's technical corner let me i'll throw this one out i saw uh, I saw in a, in a college basketball game out east uh, a couple of days ago a college coach was getting in a heated disagreement with the officials about the way that they were calling the game and uh, he expressed this dis- his displeasure by taking his hands and banging them on the scorer's desk.
0: Yes, immediately,
1: which, which immediately and correctly got him a technical can't do that. Got to stop it. To which point. So now, now we're shooting, we're shooting. Technical, we're shooting. While the player was getting, was headed to the line to shoot the technical, the coach was at home. So he then turned to the crowd and waved his arms for the crowd to get loud. He was trying to encourage the crowd to, to cheer loud to which point the official said, ah, "You can't do that. Technical. You're out of here." And I thought, look look look. I, if if encouraging the crowd to cheer at a college basketball game is grounds for an ejection, there's going to be very few coaches that make it through a game. <laughs> it it seemed what what was the what was it? Who was it from NFL Films? You over officiate you over officious officious jerk? Was that what's that? The- <laughs> anyway, I just I looked at that and went. Dwayne, have you ever thrown a coach out for for asking the crowd to cheer?
0: No. In my entire career, I have thrown exactly one coach out. Nope, that's not true. I've thrown out one coach who was coaching. I threw out another coach who was a spectator. (laughs) We were, so the, this, we had, we had something happen on the court and there was a, there was a fan directly behind the bench who was yelling at me. You got to stop it. You got to do something. You got to, she's laying there on the court. You got to blah, 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 right on and on and on about this. Can't believe you didn't stop that after, after we finally stopped the game, after the players held the ball up, we stopped the game, we took care of the injured player who was not in harm's way in any way shape or form, and then I tossed the fan who wanted to continue to berate me. And I told the head coach we're not going anywhere until that fan's gone. And then he was, and he stomps off. This was a this was a 10th grade game. And then the next time out, the assistant coach comes over to me and says, do you know you just tossed the varsity head coach? <laughs> and I said, well, he should know better than that now then, shouldn't he? Shouldn't he? And went on with my business. So that was the time that I tossed a coach who wasn't a coach. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yep. <laughs>
0: dude come on
1: uh, uh you, had, you had something in here you
0: yeah so last game of the year i had a player i'm we're inbounding the ball underneath the basket the player takes the ball and does a feint directly into the the defender's face from out of bounds yep you know, it's one thing to do a ball fake up high or, or down low or whatever, but did a ball fake directly into the player's face. Didn't make contact. Did not make contact. But I went, ah, uh, wait. Nope. Boom. Technical. Unsporting act. And I go, I, I go over, I reported it. The coach looks, the coach looks at me was she running her mouth again? I'm like, nope. Faked throwing the ball into the player's face. Yeah. And then proceeded to chew his player out because it was a highly contended game at that point. They ended up winning by about 10. Technical did not come into play for the shots or the ball or anything else. But, um, yep. So last game of the year, I gave one out.
1: yeah, ah, just like, you don't get to save them for the off-season. You might as well no, hand them out now. Might, not, might
0: as well. Yep. Well, they're going to go bad, right? I mean, they'll expire. So there you go. So there was that. You've got business opportunities. What is this?
1: Okay. You know, I'm We haven't, constantly done, business oppor- we haven't yeah. done business
0: opportunities for a while. I feel like I'm, I'm kind of in withdrawal. What is this?
1: Okay. I'm always constantly looking for a way for talk, the Talking to Todd empire to grow. And I was looking this week. <laughs> Yeah. Empire is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that sense. Um, I noticed we talked about about the Super Bowl halftime last week, and then I read this week uh, Pepsi is no longer going to be sponsoring the halftime show moving forward. So their contract uh, expires as the halftime sponsor. So the NFL is going to be looking for a new sponsor of the halftime show.
0: I think I can propose both a sponsor and an act. Ooh. DJ to
1: go Cedar Valley, your five star DJ. <clears throat> <clears throat> With Dead Mouse featuring Kevin McLeod. <laughs> if you can pick either of those two guys out of a
0: lineup. Okay. And and Kevin was on our show art.
1: <laughs> Sorry, what? So what's your business opportunity? Oh no no no! It's it's straight up. I think I think talk. I mean, we, we want to get ourselves out there, so we want to introduce ourselves to people, right? So here's what I think: we we approach the NFL and we look at talking to Todd, sponsoring the Super Bowl halftime. Now, there's a couple of caveats. Um, they are, however, I mean, it's only 15 minutes. And they're assuming that it's 40 to 50 million dollars a year for 15 minutes. However, they are talking about different aspects of making it stand way outside, which the extra content for the person that sponsors this could include, quote, documentary footage around the preparations for the show, or behind the scenes, or footage from dress rehearsals, or bonus performances. The bonus content would result in more engagement from fans and in turn more value for the sponsor. So one, we need $40 to $50 million. Two, we have to approach the NFL. Three, we have to tell them who the hell talking to Todd is. Four, <laughs> then we need to land this. That's business opportunity. One, I want to get your I want to get your take on it.
0: Well, we've only got 15 minutes. We do a short cold open. We play the theme. We play a Throwback best of content, because that's what everybody who performs at the Super Bowl seems to do is just play their hits,
1: oh, oh, I see, so you're thinking we we are the sponsor, but we are also the entertainment, yo so yes it's it's, it's talking to Todd presented by talking to, Talkin to Todd, yeah, and yeah. and then. Yes, And and then, you know,
0: three minutes from each of us on what did you learn this week and a special <laughs> guest appearance by Janet Jackson. We're good.
1: We're probably going to have to be careful about the idiot section because the NFL features a lot in there and they're not going to be happy about that. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Roger Goodell. <laughs> He's here to accept his idiot of the year trophy to be presented to him by Scott Frost. Okay, so uh, (laughs) I I have another one that I think might make more sense and is much more on brand for us, though. I mean, this one, actually, when I saw this, I thought, because I saw the Super Bowl, the halftime show one, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one, oh, my goodness, this one's going to blow your mind. Let me ask you this. For the last eight years, The headsets that are worn by all of the coaches have been sponsored by a company. Do you know who sponsors the headsets of the NFL? Sprint? Nope. 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 Names on every single one of them. Bose? Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. So for the last eight years, Bose has been sponsoring the, the headsets. Their contract is up and they're out. Now they're going to put this up, and they're talking about, you know, it's entirely possible, you know, maybe it's Microsoft or you know something you know, some sort of technology. But my thought is, what could be better than the talking to Todd logo on the side of every headset in the NFL? Hey, what are you doing? Talking to Todd. <laughs> there he is on his talking to Todd headset. <laughs> hey, Troy, who's he talking to? I don't, Todd, I don't I don't know. I <laughs> don't I don't pay attention to this game. So I don't know. I think that's going to be less than 40 to $50 million a year, maybe, although they do get more air time, but I think we ought to reach out because I think what we do is you have some extra stickers. So we don't even, we just put those stickers on the side of the, yeah, we just slap them on the side of every headset in the NFL. Just right
0: over the top of the boats, you'll never notice. They'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. With our budget, though, it's probably more like the little. Remember the little plastic walkie talkies that we used to have growing up? Yeah, that's more yeah. in our budget.
1: Oh, yeah. It yeah.
0: may it may actually be two tin cans and a string is actually our budget. And we're but we can put the logo on the side of both cans.
1: Yeah okay well no here's the thing we don't have to we don't have to provide the headsets like we don't have oh, to actually have, make no. the headsets they have sure. the headsets we're just sponsoring the headsets yeah they don't yeah, yeah i was figuring bose was going to take back their headsets they weren't until they probably see what the talking to todd thing slapped on it and then they're like oh hell no 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 <laughs> no 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 So anyway, there you go. Let's there's, there's a couple of opportunities. If we want to, we want to figure out how to, uh, how to really engage with the NFL and the talking to Todd, uh, synergies to come together. Um, I think it's a real American underdog kind of story. (laughs) All right. Uh, let's see, what do we have? Where are we at?
0: We have some idiots. Do we have time to squeeze in a couple of idiots?
1: Um, yeah, let's, let's do, let's do like two, let's do like two idiots. Do we need to say any more about Jawan Howard? So I'm just going to say Jawan Howard, coach of the Michigan basketball team. I saw ESPN refer to it after a game. He was upset at the Wisconsin team and went up to them, went up to the head coach to tell him how much he hated what he was doing. And the the head coach kind of put his arm up, like get out of my face. And then that became a frack. The coach started a brawl and he he threw like nobody's sure what exactly it is, because when he when he sw- when he pulled his arm back, he made a fist. But as he swung it at the assistant coach, he opened up his hand. And so ESPN referred to it as he threw hands. And like. That's not a, what that that's not. A I thing. saw I saw a slap punch. <laughs> he slap punched him. And. Well, I did see, I did see a story, but so Juwan Howard, like, and this is not the first time he has had, like, he has gone after, a he went after an opposing coach last year as well and had to be restrained by his own players yes. from physically going after another big 10 coach. So I'm not sure that this is a good idea, but he's been winning games. So Michigan's cool with it. Now I did read an article that said, let's talk about the winners and the losers of the Juwan Howard situation. Loser. Juan Howard can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that after you've been told not to do that. And by the way, as a head head coach, you can't throw punches at opposing coaches. You shouldn't need to be told. Then it went on. Also losers. Michigan, who for 24 hours after this happened, said nothing, just nothing. Losers. Also losers. The Big Ten, who for 24 hours after this happened, also said nothing and then said five game suspension for the rest of the regular season. But you can come back for the Big Ten tournament and the NCAA tournament.
0: But I think under Big Ten rules, they can only technically suspend him for two games. I think the rest of the suspension came from Michigan.
1: Oh, I thought Michigan just let I thought Michigan let the Big Ten take care of everything. OK, we'll have to clean that up. We'll have to clean that up. But at the bottom of the article, then it said winners. Winners. And it said, not a damn person. There is no adults in this situation. College athletics is bereft of responsibility, accountability, and frankly, any decency. And I was like, yeah, that's about right.
0: So, um, the Wisconsin coach, I mean, it was, it was a blowout. Wisconsin had their scrubs in and the scrubs couldn't get the ball across the half
1: court line. So with 15 seconds. Because Michigan Michigan was was in a full court press. Right. Yes. And
0: to the reporter's credit in the post-game press conference, did you see this? Asked Juwan Howard, if everybody is done and everybody is just wanting to get the game over, why are you pressing in that situation? And Juwan's answer was, well, it wasn't a press. We were just five all over. So we were. You know that's just the way we play defense. Not a great answer.
1: No, because because what he said basically what he said was we were still playing to the to the end of the whistle, and he's pissed off that Wisconsin took a timeout to show his team up because they're playing to the end. Like, look, you set the rules, Juan. Right, you set the rules, and we'll play by them. If if there would have been no press, they would have brought the ball across the half court line. Stood there, dribbled Drilled it out. out, everybody goes away. Your team is the one that pushed the issue, so we use the rules available.
0: Ugh. What was what what was the line? If if Juwan should be upset with anybody over a timeout late in a game, it ought to be Chris Weber. Yeah. <laughs> that joke is funny for people of a
1: certain age. <laughs> okay, real time follow up. Yes. I I don't even know what this means. Uh, According to ESPN, the disciplinary actions, the suspension, and the fines were imposed by the Big Ten in conjunction with the schools. Oh. Way to step up there.
0: Wisconsin coach had to pay a $10,000 fine, which...
1: Which Wisconsin came out and said they will be paying on his behalf. Oh, no, really?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, because as they're going through the line, according to the Wisconsin coach, he was just trying to explain why he called the timeout. Because, you know, he didn't want his kids to have to take a turnover. He wanted to coach them through it. They don't have very many opportunities to do this. And he didn't want to get a 10-second call on him. There you go. And Juwan took offense. So lots of idiots to go around there. What else we got? I have um, I have
1: one other let me let me throw out one other idiot just because okay. uh because this will this falls into the category of what neither of us are watching cuz that's that's up next but I but <laughs> and it's okay. imp, there's there's a reason why I'm pretty sure neither of us are watching but this is this goes to the idiots of the week. A&E had a show on that aired for 3 episodes. And they started taking a little bit of heat. So not only did the fourth episode not air, the three episodes that had already aired apparently were scrubbed from all of their services. In addition, all references to the show were scrubbed from their website, and apparently the promos that were on YouTube and other places also completely disappeared off the web. Like, they, A&E didn't cancel the show they made it disappear. And you're thinking, what could have possibly, what could have caused them to do this? And by the way. Yeah. The idiot here, by the way, this is going to become very evident. The idiot is at A&E, not for them taking this down, but for the person who greenlit this thing and then said we should promote it and then we should put it on the air. Mm. The series was called Adults Adopting Adults. And it followed people who wanted to adopt other adults. And apparently, in episode three, um, a couple by the name of Danny and his wife, Christy, were looking to adopt a young woman. They had originally came close to adopting an 18-year-old woman, but had to stop that. So instead, what aired was them getting ready to d- adopt Elena, a pregnant 20-year-old from Austria who Danny met in an online group for adults looking to be adopted, which is apparently a thing. Um, and I guess throughout the show, he was talking about how much he was looking forward to being a father and how he wanted to uh at the end of the day, Elena, I want you to stay right here because I like hugging on you, and you're awful sweet. <laughs> A&E saw this episode before it aired, right? Like, people don't just put stuff on the air without somebody, stand, somebody. Somebody at A&E looked at that and went, seems fine to me. And then it aired. And then there was some Twitter backlash. And then somebody said, what have we done? And then burned all evidence of it to the ground
0: <laughs> because the A and E executive went.
1: Well, it's not illegal. Hey, we've tried all the other shows. Somebody'll probably be interested in watching this.
0: <laughs> hey, Tiger King went crazy. How how bad is that? how bad could this be? How bad? I'm sure there's a memo or an email somewhere with the words. How bad could it really be? <laughs> Nobody watches A anyway.
1: And that was the last piece of paper in his HR file at A. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah. So there you go. Nope, not um, watching that. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't if I wanted to. And I
1: wasn't before. Okay. So what are um, you watching? All right. So I have I have an actual, this is an actual recommendation. I mean, I've talked a lot about stuff that we're watching, but this is an actual recommendation. And what I can't believe, it's on Peacock.
0: Wow. Yep. Does it have a Rotten Tomato score?
1: I don't know. I didn't even see that because I I just searched for it and played it. And what I will say is, so um, Lisa and I don't usually binge watch shows. I mean, we watch like an episode or two and then like we like to kind of keep them, so we don't usually binge watch them. Watch the first two episodes Monday night. There's only six. Watch the first two. Then we said, Lisa's leaving on Thursday night for work. Uh, She's like, I don't know if we can get through four episodes on Tuesday and Wednesday. I I don't know. I mean, we don't really. Eh, we'll see. I'm like, well, if we do, then I can talk about it. If not, you know, whatever. We'll have to wait, you know, until she gets back a week from now. Tuesday night. Four episodes. (laughs) It must be really good.
0: Are these one-hour episodes or 28-minute yes. episodes?
1: One-hour episodes. So wow. The show is called Vigil. It is a British show. It's a British detective show, which according to the person, uh, one of the people I listen to on podcasts who talks about TV shows, if there's one good thing that British television does, they do detective shows really, really well. <laughs> the premise is this. There is the the UK has a a submarine with nuclear missiles on it. A sailor is killed on that submarine. But unlike in the United States, where you'd send in uh, Mark Harmon and NCIS, (laughs) because the submarine was still in British territorial waters, the police have to investigate the murder. So they fly a Scottish detective out to the submarine. She then goes into the submarine because the submarine has to stay on patrol. So she has to investigate a crime by herself on a submarine where someone got murdered. Meaning the person that murdered them is also on the submarine and you're all locked in the same tin can. And then things escalate. So what I would say is it is a detective story. It is a bit of a spy story. Um, it is six episodes it is really if you like those kind of stories it is really good it is riveting it is the perfect kind of detective story where at some point they make you think every single person you've ever seen is the criminal <laughs> right because you know if you if you watch what you know if you watch some of the cbs procedurals it's like they introduce a suspect that you've never heard they they interview somebody like who Whoever is the person that committed the crime is the one person you've never seen before. Who they interview, <laughs> right? Like, oh, that's weird. Um, oh, we'll, we'll go introduce. We'll go interview the gardener. It's the gardener. Okay, this one, they they keep you guessing. It's well written. The only thing I would say is this. Um, so this was originally a BBC show. So the so Peacock didn't produce it. They just bought it from the BBC. It is in English and Scottish. And while. And when I say Scottish, I mean English with a Scottish accent. And what I will tell you is while Lisa is fine listening to Scottish accents, and I'm not bad, halfway through the first episode, we had to turn on the subtitles. (laughs) Because most of the Scottish people we could understand. And then at one point, one of the Scottish people just went off on a thing. And I looked at Lisa and said, did you pick up a word? And she goes, I did not. Subtitles, English, turned on. We watched the entire rest of the series with subtitles turned on. I would recommend that for everybody. Um, It just makes it easier. But anyway, highly recommend Vigil. Six episodes. um, Really good show. How about you? What are you watching? So a couple of
0: things. You know, you've, you've started not reporting on what you're watching until after you're done watching it. I'm going to share this because I think I'm done watching it, but I'm only was two gonna, episodes in.
1: I was going to say the way you said it is accurate when we're done watching it. Not when we finish watching it, but we're done <laughs> watching it because done watching it and finished with the series are two completely different things. Did you watch Pam and Tommy? Uh, not, not then and not
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> Amy is six episodes in. I think I've made it two. Aye, aye, aye. You've shared lots of things that you've watched about trains. This is more of a train wreck.
1: It's a complete different genre, but yes. Yep.
0: Uh, So, yep. And I am five episodes into How I Met Your Father. There's some nice little callbacks to the other series. It's okay. I've been busy. (laughs) There's lots of train videos on YouTube that I haven't watched yet. Um, yeah, I can't recommend, honestly, it's what I'm watching. It's not what I'm recommending. <laughs> it's another one of those weeks. <laughs> oh, did you learn anything?
1: Yeah. So this was, I learned this a couple of weeks ago, uh, and then I, it, it kind of got shuffled with everything. A couple of weeks ago, I went up to, uh, Salt Lake city and, uh, Visited with the kids and uh, had an opportunity with uh, with Lindsay to say, "Hey, let's uh, let's go skiing." Because um, the last time I went skiing was pre pandemic. It was with Lindsay up in Park City, and so it's been two years. And I said, "Why don't why don't we go skiing?" So we did. We had a great time. Went up, um, and near the end of the day, Lindsay's like, "Yeah, I'm getting kind of done." But I'm like, "Which which which route? Which trail do you want to take?" You know, I mean, I keep I'm picking these, but where do you want to go? And what I would say is, I mean, I I'm a I'm a I'm a mid-range I'm a middle I'm a moderate skier. So right ski ski uh, ski runs are easy, moderate, and expert. So you got your uh, you got your uh, green circle, blue square, and uh, a black diamond or a double black diamond. Uh, and I'm just I'm right in the middle, moderate, but not like super like. There can be double blues some places. Eh, I just, just give me n- just moderate skiing. Lindsay says, "Huh? Well, you know we haven't been down Thunderhead yet." And I'm like, "Yeah, I haven't been down Thunderhead in a while." Name it right. Every every ski trail is named, and I'm like, "Thunderhead." Yeah, right. sure, okay, sure. Why not? She's like, "Okay, all right. We're going down Thunderhead, and then we're gonna ski down. And we'll 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 meet at the we'll meet at the lift at the bottom." Like, okay. So. I I we ski down and we're skiing we you go down like so you basically go down uh go down sort of a, you're at the top you're at the ridge of a mountain and you ski that a little bit and then you go you go down a hill uh for a ways and you got to make sure you don't hit people that are all there and then it kind of flattens out for a little while and then you're kind of at the next downhill portion. So I get to the next downhill portion and I stopped and I look and Lindsay's not behind me. Mm-hmm. I don't I mean we've like this is the easy like I wonder where she went, right? And so I waited for like two minutes. I'm like, I don't know where she is. Like, well, she may have fallen and just waiting to pop back up. And all right, well, she's not here. I'll ski down. I'll meet her down there. Ski down the hill a little bit and turn the corner to Thunderhead and then realize why I don't ski down Thunderhead because it's a Blue run, perfectly fine, but it's all moguls. Oh, and my skill level is not to the level that is required for this run. <laughs> oh, so, so now I'm standing at the top on the side of this mountain, and I'm just, I'm looking at the trail map. I'm guessing, I don't know, right? Uh, I don't know. I right, probably, I bet you're probably about 10,000 feet. <laughs> Looking at this run. (laughs) All right. Well, give it a try. So I start slowly skiing down. This was our 12th run of this, of the day, 11th run. Prior to this, I had hit the snow zero times (laughs) in the next three minutes. In the next three minutes, I hit the snow three times. (laughs) One of them, the first one, was I was trying to ski around a mogul, and when I fell, I didn't have that far to fall because of the slope of the mountain and the mogul. I fell 45 degrees, and I was already on the snow because that was the pitch (laughs) of the mountain. (sighs) Oh, Lord. So then I said, look... I'm 50. I can't pull this off. So, uh, so I punched out of both of my skis, grabbed my skis and said, I'm just going to walk down the side. Just, I'm going to walk down the side till I get past the moguls, which is probably two, 300 feet of moguls. I'm going to walk down to the bottom. Then I'll snap my skis back on and I'll ski the rest of it. Cause this does hook up. And I know once it hooks up, I, I, it hooks up to other trails that I ski a lot. I start walking, and of course, I'm in ski boots, and the snow is kind of deep. I took two steps and fell face first, (laughs) walking, (laughs) walking. I fell. Oh, no. But I didn't just fall. I fell and then started sliding headfirst down the mountain. Not fast, but enough to be getting snow in my (laughs) Stop myself. Get back up. Brush myself off. Take my next step. Fall oh, back in the snow. Fine. So I get down. Pop my skis back on. Ski down to the bottom. As I'm as I'm getting near the near the uh, as I'm getting near the chairlift, my watch starts vibrating because Lindsay's now calling me. And I ski up, and she's there, and she's like, where have you been? (laughs) Where have you been? (laughs) Because I was ahead of you, and I went down Thundercloud because that was your choice. Where did you go? And she goes, oh, yeah, I couldn't find it. So I just went down a different way. Yeah. (laughs) and then she said why did it take you so long and i said because the one you picked is moguls and she goes oh yeah i guess i remember that now yeah we don't do that (laughs) you may not (laughs) i got an idea anyway so that ends Lindsay's ability to pick the runs we go while skiing How about you? What'd you learn? Uh,
0: this is, f- I guess, this was from two weeks ago. Also, when we were recording, when I was on the road, yeah, I couldn't figure out why the trackpad on the iPad on my MacBook was it was just acting funny. It wouldn't, I I couldn't tap the way I really wanted to. It seemed like the you know the pointer was was moving around. I just It was really frustrating. Like, okay, fine. Reboot. Maybe it's just, I mean, who knows, right? Just reset it, whatever. Try it again. Didn't make a difference. Didn't make a difference. Didn't make a difference. Fine. Whatever. Things are just kind of jerky with it. Give up. Get home. Unload my backpack. Wherein I had packed the Magic Mouse tied to the MacBook. And had forgotten to shut it off.
1: <laughs> huh. So you're telling me that the mouse was connected to the MacBook at the same time you were trying to use the trick?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh huh. I wonder if that would so, cause problems. I think it might. <laughs> yep.
0: So. Well, there's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> Again, and I've had this before self nominated idiot of the week. And the thing that I learned was shut off the damn mouse. (laughs) We spent a lot of time this week talking about
2: mice.
0: The music is happy boy by Kevin MacLeod. You can subscribe to talking to Todd, wherever you get your pods, just search talking on the number two, no G no space. We have a page on Facebook. So you can tweet us on Facebook. We have award-winning merch. You can find it on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-Also-CPA. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City home office. Please don't do that. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, Toddler3187 and DJ to Go Cedar Valley, your five-star DJ service in the Cedar Valley. You can send your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com.
1: Todd. You know, the, the a story about adults adopting adults as a reality show, that was bad. And it sounds like, how could that get any worse? I just realized there would have been one, and it's possible. I don't know, because I can't find any information about it. But I have figured out there would be one way that that could be even worse that would call for everything to be scrubbed. If that show was hosted by Aaron Rodgers and Phil Mickelson... <laughs> And the thing is, now that I said it, you're you're laughing and thinking, yeah, I could see them both doing that.
0: Yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> I guess that's a segment that stays in this week. <laughs> we get to this point in the show and you're going, which segment do I absolutely want to force him to leave in? <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> adults adopting adults. Fantastic. Uh tune in next week. Hopefully. We'll find more stories about adults not adopting adults. I I don't know if we can find them. Please don't watch this. Please, please, my God. Oh, anyway, we will clean it up next week right here on Talking to Todd.
1: Waiting for the music to play felt like the end of chips when they would they would do like something and then they would all freeze the video and then they would move on and freeze the video that that is an old old callback. Why do I know that? What's the chips theme? Oh, oh, it's a disco beat. Bum bum ba, bum 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 <laughs> You found the same YouTube clip I did.